Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. On Sunday. That's definitely, I would go out on a limb and bet the three songs I played this morning will be played at the Super Bowl. Waiting for tonight, J-Lo. She-Wolf, Shakira. Love Don't Cost a Thing, J-Lo. We'll see if I'm right. We'll have to see if I'm right. It is Joe Beamer. It's Friday, 50 minutes to go. And then it's the weekend. I cannot wait. 803-0930. I want to get rid of these calls and then start talking Super Bowl prep maybe at the end of this hour. But first, we're talking lawmakers in Albany. Now, if you're just joining the show, I'm not making this up. I'm not doing parody to get you to call in. This is an honest news story. This is really happening. There are two lawmakers, one from each party, in Albany that want to know why people are leaving New York State. Yes, you heard that right. They actually couldn't put it together themselves. So I want to know, why are people leaving New York State? Why are you still in New York State? What would help people come back to New York State? And why do we elect such detached people to to government? Why are most of our politicians so detached from reality. Let's go through these calls in order. We're going to go over to Lockport and talk to Steve. Steve, good morning. Hi, good morning. Um, I've been a, uh, a lifelong resident of Buffalo, and I absolutely hate it here. I work in the oil field down in Pennsylvania and in West Virginia. I drive six hours to go to work and work 125 hours a week. Okay, well, with that being said, um, I'm planning on leaving uh, New York State next June, July, and I'm never going to set foot back in this state as long as I live. 
Um, and the reason is here they make you feel demoralized because of uh, the, the politics, the uh, corruption, and the taxes. People just want to be left alone and live their lives, and here they can't. It's almost to the point that you have to call Albany to be able to, to go to the bathroom, and it, it's just ridiculous. And, and I'm sure a lot of people feel like that. You can't just get up and go to work and, and, and live your life and, and not be bothered. And it's in New York, it's impossible. That's all I have to say. Steve, thanks for the call. Yes, over-regulation. I think, I think a lot of people would put that right next to taxes. But you know what? Over-regulation leads to higher taxes. Let's go to Kathy in South Buffalo. Kathy, good morning. Hi. There's a couple reasons that I have that I would like to get out of New York State, and one of them is taxes. But I'm, I get a pension from New York State because I worked for the county for 40 years. So I'm really under a big rock and I can't get out because if I leave, they'll kill me with more taxes. So you don't get your pension if you leave the state? It gets taxed real hard. And so that's a real big thing. And the other way out of that is, and I know people that have done it, is they move. They move from your address where you live and they move to older brother's house. And all their mail and bills and everything else goes there. They move to South Carolina. I know people that do it. And because then you're, you're not getting that money taxed. And then they just go on vacations and stuff and use cash or cards out of state so they don't get hit with the taxes. That's one reason people leave New York State. And on two other subjects, the Skyway. I live in South Buffalo. If you live here, and remember, when that Skyway shuts down for any reason, it is a nightmare. You cannot get in or out of side streets. You know, Kathy, it's funny you say that, because as someone who grew up in the North Towns, I always said the Skyway was an eyesore. It needs to come down. No. Now that I've moved to Orchard Park and live in the South Towns Ah. and am on the Skyway frequently, I realize... You kind of have to live in the South Towns or talk to someone in the South Towns to understand the necessity of the Skyway. Absolutely necessity. Maybe they could rework it, redo it. But the people that want that Skyway down, and I would put my money on it, are people that are interested in purchasing the land that sits under it so they can build their really high-priced condos or apartments or businesses and gobble up the waterfront and take it away from the rest of us. You put money on that. If that goes down, you'll see those buildings go up so fast you won't know what hit you. And that's one thing. The other thing is um, the city of Buffalo has so many vacant, especially on the east side and west side of Buffalo, the vacant houses. And what it is is if you would go into the books, the tax records, you'll find out that so many of those properties are owned by out-of-state people. They come into when the auctions happen, they steal the buildings because they have the money to do it, they buy it out, and then they just leave it. And it's a tax write-off. And we benefit by having a rundown house that eventually falls down or burns up. They need to stop out-of-state purchases of homes or give them two years to put it in order or it goes back to the city. All right, Kathy in South Buffalo. We're back after this. Let's go to Paul in Middleport. Paul, good morning. 
Hey, good morning, Joe. Joe, the answer is economics and laws. Look, it's economics 101. It's simple as this. You increase taxes, uh, businesses uh, move out. It's no longer profitable to do business in New York State. When businesses and industries move out, jobs move out. When jobs move out, people move out. When people move out, there's less people to be left to be paid taxes. Therefore, the ones that are left have to pay more taxes. It's spiraling. It's opposite. They have an opposite in Albany. You want you got to make your state attractive for businesses and industry to move in. Businesses and industry move in, jobs move in, jobs move in, people move in, people move in. There's more people to be taxed. Therefore, taxes are lower. You guys have it backward. Now, on the law end of the deal, look. You can fill the Smithsonian Institution in Washington, D.C., wall-to-wall, treetop tall, floor-to-ceiling with laws. The man upstairs has only got ten perfect laws. The next time your politician, local politician, like Chuckles the Clown or El Duce, come to town, ask them, hey, you know what, Senator or Governor, that's right, you got this law passed, that law passed, this law passed, that law passed. Tell me something. How many did you get rid of? They see it as their job only to go into government and pass laws. You know, as part of your laws, job should be to get rid of erroneous laws. I found Orange County, California, is illegal to chew penis and uh, listen to Glenn Miller Band while attending church. Come on. There's laws you got to get rid of. Uh, your previous callers have been pretty good and said it pretty well. Thank you, Joe. Paul, in Middleport, the Iowa caucus is on Monday. That seems like the biggest snooze fest I've ever witnessed. I was watching a report last night where they were doing mock caucuses to get people ready for the Iowa caucuses. Can I just say something? If you have time to participate in a mock caucus, go find a hobby. And that's all I want to say about that. Also, news came out uh, about an hour ago. Curtis Granderson is, is retiring. He announced his retirement. Uh, Granderson played for the Mets for a few seasons. The season he was signed by the Mets, I went to an exhibition game in Las Vegas where the Mets played the Cubs. And now you have players that completely avoid the stands, and then you have players that will go talk player to play or fan to fan, right? They'll shake hands, they'll sign autographs. Uh, some of the uh, of the great ones, David Wright was great with fans. Bobby Parnell, who I thought was going to be the next best closer in the MLB, didn't really turn out. Um, Terry Collins was great shaking hands, getting autographs, taking pictures. As much as I love Bartolo Colon, he did not acknowledge the fans at all. Kind of, kind of upsetting. But Curtis Granderson, he was that at that time the biggest name next to David Wright on the Mets. It was a huge offseason acquisition. You have to remember, it was a split squad. So you had half the players still in Florida playing in spring training, half in Vegas. So of the players there, Curtis Granderson was a pretty big deal. Brand new acquisition. And he was going fan by fan, shaking hands, taking pictures, signing autographs. One of which I have. Uh, I'll have to take a picture of that as a congratulations on retirement for Curtis Granderson. Uh, But I always was a Curtis Granderson fan after that. Because here's a guy... Going into that camp, all the talk was the Mets acquired Curtis Granderson. 
and to see him be so involved with the fans. And you notice that everywhere he was. He had a, a great, still has a great charity, and he was always big in whatever community he was playing in. So congratulations on a great career, Curtis Granderson. And again, I'm happy, A, I was able to get his autograph, and B, that he played some, some fun seasons with the New York Mets. On that topic, the Super Bowl is Sunday. Have you heard? It's been one of the least talked about Super Bowls I can remember, but it's here on Sunday. And the best thing about the Super Bowl, and you're probably going to be upset when I say this, is it's a time where we can all get together, right? It's not a political thing. It's the biggest game of the year. Now, if you're a 49ers fan or a Kansas City Chiefs fan, you might not be uh, getting together as well because obviously your two teams are battling it out on Sunday. But it's more than just sports. It's more than just the game. You have the halftime show. You have the national anthem. You have all the prop bets that, by the way, Randy Bushover and I will go over on Sunday. So make sure you tune in for that. And now this year, you have a sports book right downtown in Buffalo and up in Niagara Falls that you can place your Super Bowl bets. So I want to know from you, and obviously I'm going to be talking about this, I want to know from you, what are you watching the Super Bowl for? Is it the game? Is it a bet you have? Is it your squares? Is it the halftime show? Maybe the national anthem as well as the halftime show. And what do you do? Do you have a party you always go to? Maybe a party you always throw? Is there a go-to food that is always present at the Super Bowl? As someone who worked 14 years at a pizzeria, let me tell you, it is a huge day for pizza and wings. And of the people listening to me, I guarantee more than half of you will have pizza and or wings Sunday while watching the Super Bowl. So I want to know from you, what, what gets you excited for the Super Bowl? What is your Super Bowl tradition? What is your reason for watching the game? And should it be moved to Saturday? There's a lot of talk about the Super Bowl moving to Saturday. And I'm kind of split on that. Because in my opinion, NFL football is Sunday. Like I really don't even like the NFL games on Thursday. Like Sunday is NFL football. Uh, But when the Super Bowl comes by, there's no college football on that Saturday. So it's not like it's competing with college. And then you would have that Sunday to kind of recover from your Super Bowl party. I think Monday is like one of the most called in days to work nationally next to opening day in baseball. So I I wouldn't be against the Super Bowl moving to Saturday, but if you're going to have the, the the championship of professional football, just Sunday does feel right. Like I said, I'm kind of torn. 803-0930, star 930, to the texter who says you don't want to hear sports. The Super Bowl is way more than sports. That is not what the Super Bowl, it is not just a sporting event. 803-0930, back after this. 
Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast Welcome back to the final stretch of the Friday show here on News Radio 930 WBEN. I have to say, I'm a little disappointed in people. All right, let me go on a little rant here before I get to the phones. So, you know, it, it, the Super Bowl is on Sunday. We talked for two hours about people leaving New York, you know, a current a current thing going on, and two Albany lawmakers are actually asking that question. So I thought it would be fun in the final minutes to talk about the biggest game of the year, the Super Bowl, on Sunday. And I couldn't believe the text I get because I want to talk for 30 minutes about the Super Bowl. Well, first off, someone complained that I mentioned Curtis Granderson. We won't get into that. Number two, uh, I'm being told that I need to find another hobby other than sports. Well, sports, and tell me your thoughts at 3930. For me, sports is a great getaway. It is great. I love the fact that I have football and then baseball and college football and college basketball. And now I even follow college baseball to an extent. And PGA and tennis, the Australian Open going on. I love having those things to follow to kind of have as a getaway from current events going on. I mean, to focus just on that for 24-7, 365, couldn't imagine. That is my way of getting, uh, getting away from things. Like, yes, I'm following the impeachment trial. 
And if you could tell by my topics, I follow current events pretty closely. But you know what? There's a point in every day where I like to just relax, turn on SportsCenter, or turn on the MLB Network when I finally get it back, and just watch a game or watch a highlight show or get caught up on what's, what's to come in spring training. And I know we all have our own hobbies. We all have our th- ways to get o- away from the real world for a little bit and to relax. But I think sports, not only does it help us relax and help us get away from all the stress of the real world and all the stuff going on in D.C. and in Albany and all that stuff that if we just focus on it way too much, we'll go crazy. I did a show on that. We will go crazy. I don't think sports is only a great hobby. It's also something that we can all, for the most part, get together and talk about. Even if we don't like the same teams, we can get together and talk about, you know, hey, I'm a Mets fan. No secret, most people in New York State are Yankee fans. Tony and I talk baseball all the time. Tony's a Red Sox fan. My friend Chris Johnson and I talk baseball all the time. He's a Blue Jays fan. But it's something that we can talk about. We can go over our team's struggles or when they're playing well, their accomplishments. And it's not this back and forth and this vicious back and forth that you see on social media all the time. So I get it does kind of bother me when for 30 minutes I want to talk about the biggest game of the year and people telling me, oh, no, you got to find another hobby or you can't talk about this or you're out of touch. Watch more, you know, get more updated. Know what's going on. No, believe me, I know what's going on. I follow the news very closely. But I think especially in these times, especially with everything going on in the political world and getting ready for what is going to be a vicious 2020 election. I think it's great to have a hobby. For me, it's sports. For you, it's whatever it is. But you got to have that hobby. You got to have that something to just get away from it for a little bit. We talked about this a few weeks ago when I asked you how are politics affecting your health, affecting your mental health. You got to find something. It doesn't have to be sports. For me, it is, and I think for most people, it's, like I said, a great thing because it's something we can all talk about. It's a hobby that you can connect with others while following and not have these vicious back and forth. So I'm sorry to go off on that rant, but uh, just something I wanted to get across. But now I'd like to go where I think it might be a little warmer and talk to Terry. Terry, good morning. Good morning. Who the hell are you to be happy and look forward to things and, you know, not just be miserable all day, you maniac? <laughs> I know, I know. It sounds crazy to say in 2020. Jeez, man. Get 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 your stuff together, Joe. <laughs> For- Terry, Terry, what are you looking for in this Super Bowl? Man, you know what? I got a lot of personal interest, believe it or not, in the Chiefs. Uh, a, a very good friend of my father's, which makes him a very good friend of mine, uh, lives in Lancaster there, Drayton. They've been a lifelong Chiefs fan. Uh, he's ready to see them rock and roll. I'm excited for him. Might as well live vicariously through a Chiefs fan and watch them do something. Uh, I appreciate the way they play. And, of course, there's Patrick Mahomes, who played here uh, in Lubbock for quite some time. I've, I've maybe won a few dollars off Texas Tech in the over. 
uh, due to Mr. Mahomes and the magic he provides. Um, so I'm really looking forward to the game. I think this is going to be a better Super Bowl. I hope it's no 13-10 garbage. Uh, but I think it's going to be a real good game. It's like an unstop. what do you call that, uh, uh, immovable object versus an unstoppable force or meeting an unstoppable force. That's right. Do you think uh, – what do you think about the over-under, Terry? Man, dude, uh, it, there's a lot of variables in this. You know what I mean? I mean I'm breaking it down towards the coaches right now. I like Andy Reid. I think the walrus might have a trick or two up his sleeve. Um, not a big fan of uh, Sherman. So, um, man, I, I'd probably say over if the Chiefs can move the ball. I think, you know, i got to look at KC's run D a little bit and see how they've been because you know 49ers going to run. I'm not convinced on Garoppolo and his passing ability, um, but I am convinced that, you know, the Chiefs are going to be able to put up some numbers. If they can't do it, you know, through the air, I'm sure they can get it going on the ground and then uh, resort back to the air when they need to, for sure. You know, I definitely think I'll be pulling for Kansas City after hearing LaShawn McCoy in his media day press conference talk about how great the fans in Buffalo are. That uh, that was awesome to hear him say while wearing a Kansas City jersey heading to the playoff or heading to the Super Bowl. You know, I, I was actually happy for the dude, man. I, I read an article the other day that had mentioned him, and I snapped like, man, I forgot they traded him over there. I'm sure he's very appreciative of that. He's you know a little later in his career, so who knows how much more time he's got, but or intends to play. But I mean, to see them go. I, you know, I like rooting for the underdog. I don't necessarily, obviously, on paper, Kansas City isn't the underdog, but you see the young quarterback versus the team that's had a sketchy defense, so to speak. The forty, I really don't want to root for anything from California, to be honest with you. I'm gonna go, you know, with my boys from the heartland. You know, I, I was, you know, in Kansas for quite some time, uh, doing some work out there for the military. So, you know, I'm just tying that all together and coming up with a big excuse to cheer for the Chiefs, man. You got to love the young kid out there a couple years in the game, man, and, and doing some of the things that he's doing. I mean, that's football, man. It's it's exciting. And who the hell cares what Nancy Pelosi and all these people think over the weekend? Any escape from any of that drama is good enough for me, man. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, I am so happy that right after the Super Bowl, the XFL starts next week. That's going to be fun to see these new rules in place. And then we are 12, I'm sorry, 10 days away from pitchers and catchers reporting. So it's always nice to have that, that something to fall back on. Because like you said, if you follow this nonstop 24-7, Terry, you, you, it's, you get crazy. No, yeah, I, like I've said a million times, you know, speaking with you, you got to have outlets and you got to get rid of You can't. Folks, I refuse to be miserable. I just, I just can't do it. I'm, I'm looking forward forward to the weekend, and not to like big up me and my wife or nothing like that. But tomorrow is our one year wedding anniversary, so I made it without you know her beating me up or anything like that for a year. Looking forward to year two, uh, and then the Super Bowl the next day. So uh, you know we're gonna make a big weekend out of everything. And I mean, you know, enjoy life, man. Get a get a life. You see these people on social media. I had, like, a random comment. I don't even get on social media, but I made, like, a random comment about somebody's video the other day, and it was a nice comment, you know, uh, on YouTube. And some dude, like, attacked me and, like, told me that, you know, I said something about uh, anybody that enjoys five biscuits at a meal is a friend of mine. It was just a silly comment, a nice old man's videos that he posts up there about him cooking, and I just made a nice comment. Some dude attacked me about carbohydrates, and how I obviously don't know anything about health and fitness, and I need to understand the perils 
of carbohydrates. And I was like, yo, I didn't really want to get into like an internet beef. I ended up deleting it and removing his comment as well. But I was like, you know, you need to understand the perils of being, uh, you know, a miserable person and taking shots at people on YouTube from your mom's basement. That's garbage, too. Yeah, Terry. Hey, man, sounds good. And uh, we'll talk after the game. Have a good weekend. Yeah. You too, brother. Be safe. All right. Terry in Texas opens a line for you. As a texter said, not only do we have the XFL after the Super Bowl, pitchers and catchers, but Daytona 500 is the 16th, halfway through February. So lots to look forward to. One more segment after this. It's Joe Beamer. It's the final stretch. Yes, we are seven minutes away from the weekend. Also, seven minutes away from another chance at $1,000, the final day of the cash code. So make sure you are listening closely, and hey, maybe you will win on the final day. So yeah, Super Bowl is on Sunday, and like I said, if you guys listen to the show, you know I'm a Demi Lovato fan, so I'm excited for the national anthem. I'm excited for the halftime show just because J-Lo and Shakira, I mean, they were big when I was middle school, high school. So, you know, hey, it'll be fun to hear some of those, some of those songs. And then the game. I mean, I think the game's going to be a competitive, close game. Now, I said that for the Niners-Packers game and proved to be wrong. So, maybe... I'll be wrong about this, but I don't think so. I think it'll be a close game. I took the under. Everyone's telling me that was a bad choice. We'll see what happens. But that is another aspect here in Buffalo that, unless you went over the border, we haven't had before. You can now go and bet on the game downtown. You can go right now. Bet on on the game. You can bet the over-under. You can bet the score. You can bet a bunch of things, player bets, a bunch of things to do with the game. And now for me, I'm still doing the, uh, the traditional, you know, you got your square. And for me, like I said, I got the under. And then you have the prop bets. Now, the casinos aren't taking, here in New York State, aren't taking the prop bets just yet. But it'll always be funny to go through that list of prop bets online the day before the Super Bowl. Because, obviously, like I said, you can't bet them anywhere here in New York State. But it'll just be funny to see what what are the bizarre prop bets that people are going over. And I have a few for you now. The rest of them we will go through on Randy Bushover's show. So, the first one, will Floyd Mayweather wager... Over, under, $1 million on the game. Yeah, he'll probably do that. (laughs) That's one. Who will they mention first on the TV broadcast? Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, or Steve Young? That's a great question because all three will be there. The game's on Fox, though. Steve Young and Jerry Rice. Steve Young works for ESPN. Jerry Rice for the NFL Network, I believe. So Joe Montana on default, might be the first one Fox can get a camera shot of? That'd be a good question. And then they go, will Pitbull appear on stage? So now you're talking halftime prop bets. Will Pitbull appear on stage? Mr. 305, how does he not? Will Shakira and J-Lo both sing in Spanish? You know Shakira will because most of her hits are in Spanish. 
It'll be interesting to see if J-Lo does. Does Ricky Martin make an appearance? I didn't even think of that one. Will Jay-Z be shown during the broadcast? Now, that might, you might say, why would Jay-Z be a prop bet? Well, remember, he organized the halftime show. He was hired by the NFL to organize the entertainment. So that is his show he put on. They might want to see if he's enjoying his first NFL halftime show. During the game, will any player other, other than the quarterback take a direct snap? We've seen both teams do this at least once this season. That's a, that's a good one to take. And then will they show a clip of the Chiefs in Super Bowl Four? So, you know, interesting prop bets, interesting things. Again, most casinos don't take those prop bets. You can't go downtown right now and place a bet on will Pitbull uh, appear at the halftime show. But, you know, print that page out, maybe bring it to your Super Bowl party with you, have a little fun with your friends that are there while you're uh, responsibly enjoying a few adult beverages and most likely pizza and wings. Because like I said, I worked at a pizzeria for 14 years. Super Bowl Sunday, absolutely packed. Absolutely packed. So I'm guessing, of everyone listening right now, more than half of you will have either pizza, wings, or both during the Super Bowl on Sunday. Now for me, I like, I like party food. And maybe that's why I have, to, I have to work out six days a week and I have to really watch what I eat during the week because when I'm in a party atmosphere, you know, I love chicken wing dip. I love anything to do with tacos. Taco dip, taco themselves, bread dip, delicious. Tony was talking about uh, bread dip during the break. That's all I can think of now. Pizza and wings. I mean, if you live in Buffalo... Pizza and wings, that's just, hey, we're having a get-together. You don't have to ask. Most likely, pizza and wings will be involved. And then shrimp, always a party favorite. I could, anytime they have a sale on shrimp, I have to stock up. I mean, that is go-to for me. So, Super Bowl, it's kind of like Christmas Eve with uh, party foods. It'll be a great party. Enjoy the game. Enjoy the halftime show. If you are going downtown to make a bet for your first time ever on the Super Bowl, remember, be smart. Do not go in with a bias. As Terry said, look over a few things first. Look over that run defense for Kansas City. Look over how many points each team have given up before you blindly throw money down. You know, it might just be a 50-50 shot, yes. And, you know... Don't gamble money you don't have, obviously. But if you're going to go down there and put the time in, at least research your bet. All right? I hope everyone has a great weekend. There is no Hardline Sunday, but I will be here with Randy at 8 o'clock. And before we go, for the last time in the 9 to 12 show, it is time for our cash code. The noon cash code, KIND. K-I-N-D. Be kind, everybody. Text it to 72881. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.